we're back with more God Hates Jags. It's a, a dreary, rainy night tonight, which definitely fits the mood because keeping things nice and consistent around here, we're going to recap the week one meeting against the Texans where we just got shellocked. So, hey, guys, welcome in. You guys ready to talk some uh, extreme week one Jags football tonight? Yeah, it's nothing new, so. <laughs> it really it, – <laughs> Every every year, you know, there's there's a reason the podcast is titled what it is. It's just yeah. <laughs> like uh, that was very much below expectations. And honestly, like Sean, Sean and I watched the game together. Shimmer was doing God knows what, probably asleep. And it was just not <laughs> living up to like any of this hype, like none of it whatsoever. Oh, okay, we spent good. months it's upon months. Like, I woke I mean, up early and played uh, two basketball games before the game started. Sorry, yeah, I'm you got like, nice and tired, so if we did suck, you could just pass out and not was, have to worry about it. Yes, that's actually what happened. I did not make it through the entire game. Uh, I fell asleep about halfway through the fourth quarter. Nice. We were, Which is good. The game was way over by then. You could have zonked out at halftime. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this was a classic, like, go to pop some popcorn and you get back and it was already 14-0 to zero kind of a game. Uh, which, like, I feel like we all had to see it coming. Like, the Texans were getting so much, like, between them and Lions for being, like, you know, the predicted worst team this year. But I just – Deshaun Watson not playing. Like, there were so many things that made it seem like we, we should have won. We weren't even competitive. It was – it was just a blowout it was, from start to finish. I mean, if you turned it off midway through the fourth quarter, I mean, the game started out terrible immediately. So you, was that, you definitely saw where it got back. Was not that true, not the though. worst beginning to a game ever? Like, it was our, our first, our first offensive were, thing, we had like a timeout yeah. and then a penalty. And then like Trevor th- just threw the ball down at the ground. And then we like, had another penalty. Like, it was the most awkward beginning to a Jags offense I've ever seen, or at least I can remember. That was like we literally didn't know how to start the game. It was for lining up. We got uh, yeah. penalties for lining up incorrectly like three times. That's that's day one stuff. But like stuff like that was should have been expected for Trevor. But it was it wasn't that they like they were kind of in the game for about the first quarter. And then, like, right before halftime, it, everything spiraled out of control. There are a bunch of, like, deep bombs to Cooks. Yeah. Was, like, Tyrod Taylor made us look silly with wobbly, like, 40-yard throws down the sideline that just – I saw – however you know, the stat makers make their stats, there's, like, you know, the probability chart for, like, a catch being made. And uh, the two, like, bombs to Brandon Cooks were, like, two of the top three, like, most improbable catches. So, like, of course that's going to happen against us week one kind of a thing. But I mean, it go- I would say it goes up in probability about 10% just because it's the Jaguars. So, that skew first that defensive drive, a little bit. Like, Shaquille were- Griffin or, Sha- yes. or Shaquem Griffin. I never remember which one's ours. Shaquille. Shaquille. Shaq Griffin. He, like, almost had the interception – uh, I think the first drive is when, like, Josh Allen had the sack. We had the three and out. Like, that first drive looked really great on defense. And then it was only yeah. downhill from there. Andrew Wingard just getting picked on. That weird, like, you know, technically it wasn't a fumble because it was, like, a pass, even though it's basically just a handoff at the end zone where we should have, you know, if it was technically Oh, yeah, we got screwed week. on that. Yeah, I guess I get it. I know how wide it's a pass because he's technically throwing it. But – that's, like, the worst – like, I don't know. That's a handoff. I don't care. Like, like if I was – I would just do every single handoff that way so you could, like, never have to worry about a fumble. Or like, it was – but – I think if it's, like – well, I guess that's why it's a pass. I don't know. It, we, that got us excited, and then we were immediately let down. They scored right after that. The, the three and out that we held them to at the beginning of the game because they got the ball first, that was a great start. But then, like – you said our first offensive snap, what was it like uh, too many players on the field or a legal formation or something? I feel like that just flustered them right away. And the rest of the game just kind of like it was a trickle down effect from there because then we got some holding penalties that negated big runs. 
And then we let them score on blown coverage. That got them up 14 points. And then Shaq Griffin even said in one of his interviews that, like, because they were down and everyone was flustered, that they started not really sticking to their assignments and not uh, doing what they were supposed to because they were all like, we need to make a play. We need to get the ball back. And then if you just stick to what the game plan is and what you're supposed to do. I mean, That's coaching, right? Right, exactly. So it was it was sloppy all around. And that's – it's coaching, but I would say overall, like, leadership because, like, the, like, Shaq Griffin as the captain should be like, yo, stay on your man – quit trying to go for the ball, it, the, the leadership all around is what led to it being so sloppy. It was ugly. It was embarrassing. The three Trevor Lawrence touchdowns were all really fun to watch. Like, all three were like – He had some really good throws. Yeah, the DJ Chark one was amazing. It was fun watching Manhurts score, and I think Marvin Jones scored in the fourth quarter, which I remember, like, you yeah, know, he scored. Time. Yeah, he scored was, in, like – That was, like, that was uh, me asleep time. I didn't see that one. Uh, <laughs> That's how far out of the game they were. That you know DJ I, Chark touchdown was a beautiful throw, though. That one well, was that, great. That's one of the things I noticed. You know, like, he doesn't seem to – like, it doesn't seem to mentally affect him at an interception like it has quarterbacks of the past, if that makes sense. He seems to be like, I'm going to gun it at every time. I don't care, you know, which is kind of the mindset I would want. The one thing I noticed is that – the receivers that he missed most of the preseason, like Chark, he had the least amount of chemistry with. Like, LaVisca played in every preseason game, and I think he was like seven of nine or something to him, whereas there were a bunch of drops and miscommunications on the routes with Jones and especially Chark, even though Chark, I think, establishes he's definitely the best receiver on the team. But the other thing is they need a tight end. O'Shaughnessy can't be getting <laughs> like nine targets a game that for whatever he got 25 yards or whatever. Like yeah. he had a career high. It, like they need a tight end. They need someone for him to dump the ball off. of. I well, think that was supposed to be Etienne and he's gone. We got Jacob Hollister coming hopefully next week, you know, get him caught up on the, uh, the playbook and all that, get a, a two weeks of practice under his belt. So hopefully he'll be available for the Denver game. Uh, Duke Johnson didn't play. He was inactive for the game in the practice squad. Yeah, and then we released him, so no Duke (laughs) Johnson. Carlos Hyde had more rush attempts than James Robinson in the game, I'm pretty sure, which that should never happen. I really don't don't care which one of them is running the ball. If I just consider it as, like, the Jaguars running back, I mean – but we abandoned the run. That's that's what the problem was. That's, like, the panic that happened, like, after we were down down 14 points. they got down big. Still, though, 14 points, man. Like, we we probably ran it, like, three times the rest of the game after that because we, yeah. we were panicking. And the, and that's the coaching. But I think that, like, I'm still all on, like, who we have running the team right now. I'm not going to be one of those people. But I think, like, the coordinators got so much, like, shit, I need to impress with my play calling that they just, like, went away from what they were supposed to do. And that's where we – I mean, Trevor threw the pick before halftime, and then they scored right before halftime, right? Yeah, that was real ugly. It, it could have been halftime 27 with us getting the ball back. You know, all right, we got a game, just got to score. But, yeah, then there was, like, an interception and then, like, a three and out, and then they scored. So then it was 27-7 halftime, and then, it, it, yeah, then it was just over. The thing <laughs> was after like, halftime, like – the team seemed more like composed. They were still making some mistakes and, you know, not great plays, but it didn't seem like they were so like lost, like in their faces, they didn't look as lost. So hopefully that carries over into next week. Yeah. Again, like basically all of our defense is new. We have a rookie quarterback, a head coach that's never played in the NFL of any level of any kind, not, not even like a, you know, wide receiver coach or something like it's going to take a game or two for all of them to, get on the same page and figure it out. Like we're going to have to go through all of the urban Meyer to USC rumors and all that to get there. So like, you know, it's not, you know, it's way too early to throw in the towel or anything. Like we're probably not going to win a lot of games. It's all about, you know, does Trevor get better and just like watching the team at least, you know, bond and build chemistry, but damn, to get shellacked that much by the Texans still was like, Oh man, (laughs) this isn't fun at all. Like, I don't even have fun losing. That wasn't fun while losing. Yeah, it was. That was probably one of the sloppiest games I've seen. What if 
what if the Texans are just like a like a mediocre team in the NFL, like a seven and 10, whatever? I that's guess. fine. Something like, tells so, anybody, and no one knows it. So something tells I mean, me they're they, still going to end up being horrible, but they just are able to dominate us because that's the Jags thing to happen. I had never seen their coach before uh, <laughs> until the game, and I thought I was like, "This guy looks like the substitute coach." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> he he's looks the babysitter. Like he's just putting a movie on while he the real like coach a, is out for the day. He's he the tank like coach. He's coach supposed to be there Madden. to tank. Well, I mean, he beat us, so they may have yeah, had the right. He's on. doing the opposite of that. They had but, uh, the like 2017 All Star squad on the Texans. You oh were my good god! Four years ago, Dude. come join us. They have the oldest running back room and the oldest wide receiver room. They added Danny Amendola, who's 35 a week ago, and he scores on us. That yeah, shit that's, is embarrassing. That's like, like yes. I don't even care if they're if they it still end up being the worst team in the NFL or if they end up being great. Like it's whatever. Like we're not that great, but to like to beat ourselves by kind of just like playing so like disorganized is not what I expected. Bro, Caleb so, on chase on whiffed on a sack so horribly bad. He's trying too hard. <laughs> it was I'm just so happy he has the ability to whiff. That's yeah. an yeah. improvement. <laughs> At least he got two. He got yeah. near Tyrod Taylor. That's an so. improvement from last year. That's baby. <laughs> he never whiffed right last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he didn't even sniff last Dave, year. David hasn't saw... sniffed a whiff. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that was their right tackle, I think his name is like Marcus Cannon. Uh, he like held out last year because of covid and then he was like injured in the off season so he missed most of the off season but then he was like you know able to start week one for them so like he hasn't played in like a year and a half basically he was injured during training camp he apparently like didn't give like a single like give up a single pressure or anything and i was like that's sad like josh allen couldn't get like a little bit of pressure on this guy who hasn't played in like basically two years i was like come on but yeah improvements must be made it is what it is and now we go from – I couldn't even probably – I know Whitney Merciless on their defense. I probably couldn't name anybody else. And now we're coming against uh, Von Miller and, and, like, you know, Chubb and, uh, like, you know, in general. And they have Patrick Sertain. Like, Good news is be. I'm pretty sure Chubb is not going to play. Uh, another one of their cornerbacks He's isn't going to play, rub. but Sertain's taking his place. That was good. Good, good job there, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be not getting any easier moving forward in the season. And the Cardinals are coming to town in a couple weeks. Oh, my God. They look gonna... fucking dominant. Yeah. But Chandler Jones sacked Tannehill f- five times. Five times. That's crazy. Uh, I really wish we traded for him. Yeah. I would like – I'll take Chandler Jones over Caleb on Chase on Whiffing. I'll do but, that. Yeah. So, I don't know, let's put week one – in the rear view mirror. It's just, it's really the, the last preseason game. You know, yeah. this one didn't count. We got sure. 16 games now. We yeah. had a lot of football ahead started. of us. Luckily, the Colts also lost and the Titans also lost, which is kind of funny that the Texans are like the only one and no team in the division. Like, I'm sure no odds better person would have had that after week one. But uh, we got. Does that still put us in odds last place? better people? Because yeah. we lost to a division team? Does it what? That puts us in last place, though, because we lost to a division team. Or we're tied for right? second. Uh, well, yeah, okay. But, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing either between that we lost to a division opponent or the, like, you know, point differential because ours was pretty bad. Like, yeah, like, of the 0-1 teams, we're definitely in the cellar. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to well, look at it as tied for second for right now. All right. Got to keep some optimism going because uh, we have the home opener on Sunday – and the weather looks like it's going to be real shitty. So something Ooh. tells me that Trevor Lawrence isn't going to throw it 51 times again uh, if it's going to be super wet out there. But who knows? We got Teddy Bridgewater, who they beat – who did they – oh, they beat the Giants. But to be fair, the Giants really suck. But uh, – and they play tonight, and I can't watch because it's on uh, NFL Network, which costs too much money. But in three weeks – NFL, or it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime, so I can start watching it then, and on Fox. So that's Thanks nice. for the programming update there. Yeah, for all the Thursday night aficionados out there. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. You're welcome. But yeah, I don't know. I we I don't is I don't got good vibes about the Broncos coming to town. 
Teddy Bridgewater's I mean, like a better version of um, Tyrod Taylor. Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> beat us with the Saints a couple of years ago against Gardner Minshew when he was a rookie, and that was really depressing, I remember, because he's like yeah. not that great, but he's just like just consistent enough to throw like for three and a half yards every time, but like, you know, three and a half times three is enough for a first down, so you're just like, God damn it. I mean, it's going to be – it's not going to be a pretty game. I – I really expect us to be more improved. If this is a trend last week, this week, if we play like that, then I will be in full on like, wow, this is really, really bad. But I mean, I don't remember our season predictions, but my feelings right now is I I still don't expect us to win this game. Uh, I expect Denver's defense to be the one that's going to, make the difference in the game. Our defense definitely is not. But as long as Trevor keeps, you know, showing good things along the way, uh, that's fine. Just Man, don't get embarrassed. If he looks phenomenal, that'd be so cool. If he just looks phenomenal out if there. If he looks phenomenal against that defense, no that's, that's great news. But, you know, being realistic here, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Luckily, like, Jerry Judy's out for a while. And Cortland Sutton. Lucky for him. <laughs> And, like, Cortland Sutton apparently, like, I don't know, is, like, kind of banged up. He's, like, limping in camp or something I saw from some video of practice today. So It doesn't matter. Who's their next who, – who's, like, their third wide receiver? I don't Trick. even know. Patrick. Uh, yeah, who cares? It could be Brandon Cooks. He would destroy us. His name is Tim Patrick. Oh, yeah. Oh, and is he's it? Good. Okay. All right. I've never heard of Tim Patrick in the NFL. I had him in one of my leagues last year. Well, they've year, got Melvin bad. Gordon, but he's not great anymore. He had a long ass run against the Giants. I saw. Wait, did we just do our? Did you both do your prediction on what's going to happen? I didn't no, do my I'm final. Just, I'm just talking I, I general. Was, I'm just gaming I right mean, now. I'm just talking about you know. The, <laughs> just getting out of the vibe. I think we're going to lose if you want me to predict that. I can lay down a score on you. Yeah, lay down. Lay it down. I'll say uh, loss by the Jaguars, win by the okay. Broncos. Uh, let's say like. I'll say it's like twenty-eight to twenty-four. But it won't even be that close. We'll get a garbage time touchdown or two. Okay. Uh, so respectable. Sean, Sean you want to you wanna predict? Oh, I guess. If I, Are you going I, for a Jaguar W here? No, we'll probably take the L. Um, I don't know, probably like 32 to 17-ish or something, I would guess. Oof. That sounds bad. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Uh, just so you're aware, Vegas has the Broncos favored by six. I think uh, I would smash that uh, bet. So let's go Broncos 24, Jaguars 14. A lot of losing going on. Optimism. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think, I, I mean, feel like, I don't know, between give us a reason to between week one in the preseason kind of in general, I feel like the preseason kind of, you know, spoiled some of the fun until like the Cowboys game. But yeah, after week one, and especially if it's going to be like a really like wet, rainy game if that does end up happening. Like, yeah, help us. I, but I, I mean, I'm just talking about like the fans and the crowd. Like, do you think any of the energy will be zapped at all? Or do you think it'll, no. you know, week one, did it matter? Like, it's still going to be I don't think so. as high as it's, it's going to be. the first home game with Trevor. People are going to be excited. Yeah. Although, rain is going to, like, I'm all right, like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't yeah. go to a rain game. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. Why would I go to a rain game? That's, <laughs> that's absurd. To watch us lose. Yeah. After that, especially, like, Super Bowls in the rain? Okay. I'm, <laughs> then I might go. I think the energy will be there. If we're getting blown out, like, I wouldn't be surprised if people start leaving because, I mean, I don't blame them. They're not going <laughs> to get – I don't think they're going to get blown out. I really um, don't think so either. Like, I, I, I don't think this honestly, Bronco like, offense is like – like, it's a, it's at least as good as the Texans offense, <laughs> which – Well, <laughs> I won't underestimate any other they offense. They can't now. play that, like, sloppy and poorly again. I really don't see how it's possible. I would yeah. really hope, yeah, like because they have to have somewhat of a ba- of a bounce back right. game. You know, like getting everyone a little bit more on page. We have to at least look better in the first quarter. I don't think we could look any worse. So, so 
when I wasn't sleeping, I was like playing my first basketball game in over two years. Nice. I started out pretty sloppy, but I got a lot better yeah, towards exactly. the end. So, you know? So uh, hopefully I'm, I'm being right. the optimist right now. What is yeah. happening here? I'm just trying to keep it, you know, sometimes you got to keep it a little bit more on the real real with everybody. I believe. I try to keep it real. But hey, <laughs> going back to. Cynical in his old age. <laughs> <We're getting old. laughs> I'm all like that. <laughs> hey, going back to Urban Meyer. Have we ever had a head coach where after one game we were like genuinely like talking about if, if that person's leaving as everyone was talking yesterday? Like now he's know. being cynical. Even, no matter how like not That's real true, it was, like just the fact it that the everyone was talking about it, even if it's a hundred percent false, like there was absolutely no inner denial. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, and say I'm not there's no way I'm going to, to be USC. Fair, the video That's of him. That's because people wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. There's no way. Nick Saban did the exact but... same thing. And then he goes, I'm not going. There's no way I go to Alabama. He's been the Alabama coach ever since. So, <laughs> But even though everyone wouldn't shut up about it, it still says that they were at least, even if it was, if it was so false, and people were still talking about it. That's never a great thing. I mean, you can just talk about anything. Yeah, He's but not. no one's talking about any other coach leaving after one week. That's because if Urban easy Meyer wanted father. the USC I, job, he could have got the USC job. I'm just like, saying, when they asked him, whoever you know asked him in the local media, when he answered like, you know, no, I'm committed to helping us win here, that man was like staring at his shoes, kind of half mumbling. I'm like, this is why people I are talking to, about it because it's yeah. like, it's but I would just say it with conviction. No, I don't. Ca- I don't care. We have Trevor. Trevor's far more important to me than Urban. Like, oh yeah, by far. Uh, Urban sucks for a year. Fine, get out next. Right? Yeah. Somebody we'll, wants we'll to coach him. We'll take the USC coach. Whatever. Yeah. No, we're taking Peyton Manning. No, I would. I <laughs> said that two you, years ago, Sean. <laughs> did you guys watch any of the uh, the Manning cast for Monday Night Football? No. It's great. I heard it was great. It's amazing. It's the only way, like, every game should be just the Manning brothers talking about the game with, like, random other football players hopping That's on That's why he'll never be a coach. Yeah, it's too good of a gig. It's Sit too at home. easy to just do that. Yeah, He's literally doing what we're doing for free right now, and they're paying right. him so yeah. much money. Oh, yeah. And, and it's even, like, the actual, <laughs> like, Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday, all the games, the actual, you know, broadcasters have to travel to the city. Eli, man, Peyton, they, they just get to sit at their house. It's even better. There was, like, an alarm went off at Eli's house during the game. He didn't know what was going on. He was just like, oh, what's that? Awesome. Like, oh, there's an alarm. Like, his, like, wife, I guess, had to figure it out or something. Oh, man. Must Peyton have been a nerd alert. Yeah, probably. But, man, <laughs> it was great. Give Peyton Manning all the money to come to come coach us. Or just be, the like, the quarterback whisperer. Just, like – or be patient with the coach that we hired, who's one of the greatest coaches ever, and let him do his thing. <laughs> I don't. I stop would reading not be shit on shocked. Twitter. I don't care. Like that's my point, though. Is I'm not going to be shocked if he, at the end of this year, he's like retired again or went somewhere else. Like this is Jaguar football, right? <laughs> if you're expecting a different result, then you're insane at this point, right? Just. <laughs> I that really is – it's the definition of insanity, dude. It's right? crazy. So like, I can't believe it. Just, just, you know, keep that tiny part of you that thinks maybe one day we'll actually win a Super Bowl and they'll never be able to take it away from us. I, right. Yeah, I, um, I can't wait for that day. Let's do I don't, this. We're never going to be have Belichick, <laughs> but we might get one. That's all I want is one. Just one. Yeah. I saw some comment that was like, I don't know how the Jags have tricked me into buying season tickets for 10 years in a row. Like, at this Seriously, point, dude. yeah. It's like, it's on They're you at really that point. Good at, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That shows how loyal we are, dude. And we put up with this shit year after year. They got uh, everyone right. psyched about some roofing things of a roofing company. So I was like, oh, what like is shade? This? Okay. What is yeah. that? So some uh, local roofing company was like, tomorrow the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have a big announcement and it's a roofing company. We're always talking about like shade and stuff. So someone, you yeah. know, it was like, Oh, we'll have something to do with that today. They have unveiled it. All it is is that they're the official sponsors of the pools at the stadium. So, which has nothing what? to do with roofing. Some roofing the company, roof company sponsors the pools. Yeah. Cause everything has to have a sponsor now, you know, the Bud Light zone. So now there's pools the, don't need roofs. <laughs> yeah. Now there's the, so yeah, everyone was like, what the fuck? Like you this can't, is- 
Like, what a waste. We're even losing on, in social media stuff. Yes. Like, so people uh, thought they were going to put like a, a margarita roof on the company? Maybe not necessarily a that, roof on the stadium, but, you know. A cabana, maybe? Something. But a roof? Anything These things do not go a, together. A pool I'll say sponsor. this. If they put a roof on the stadium, you're going to have to duct it in because the ceiling on this team is very low. <laughs> that was Did I word that right? <laughs> that was impressive. That came like out accurate. Um, the ceiling is the roof, Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's the damn. direct one. You've never heard him say that? No. Uh, no. What does it mean? No one knows. Ooh, provocative. <laughs> That's why it's good. Yes. Well, I like that we're all in agreement of a of a loss this week. I'm also predicting another Lambo miss in nasty weather outside. Uh, yeah, dude, I th- he's got to get it together. I think Lambo's washed. I don't think my hot take, if if there's more time for hot takes in in the year, is I don't think he finishes the season with us. Possibility. Urban yeah, already doesn't seem mistake. to really like him. I don't think based on like you know off season stuff. So I don't got a great feeling for Lambo. He's been Man. talking about his money situation, which is never a good thing for a kicker. Yeah, yeah. his like one time he talked to the uh, to the media during the offseason, he was just like his whole thing was like, I know how this works. I know how the business side works. Like, you know, I'm smart. I- I'm with it. I know how it works. I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't sound good. Like, <laughs> this guy sounds like he's already been saving his guaranteed money. Like, he needs to just be water. Yeah, dude. Fucking be water, bro. Come on. <laughs> Just be water. Lambo. Look at your leg. Check that tat out. Be <laughs> like water. Go make some like Asian stir fry. He's always posting videos of him cooking. He needs to chill out. Chill, he did. bro. It was a bad miss he had. In the end, it wouldn't really have done anything. But uh, yeah. I mean, he got to make your kicks. I mean, it was it was what, like fifty something yards though. Oh, he yeah, used but... to be the face of the airport, Sean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I still believe in him. <laughs> All right. Lambo. Yeah, he's my up another poster there. He's my kicker. Forever and all. Forever. He is not my kicker in fantasy football. No, of course not. That would be Ooh. a terrible. Uh, you got to pick a good offense. You know? Yeah. Hey, guys, real quick. Um, so far, this new season is becoming one of my favorite seasons of football because I finally got into gambling. It's so easy. Ooh. Guys. This is, Soon to be my least favorite season. <laughs> oh man, Sean was—you should have seen him watching the game, dude. He's—he's—he. Uh, I don't know what's happening to him. He's turning into a monster. It's great. He's gonna be one of the. He's gonna have a green visor and he's gonna be smoking a cigar in a Hawaiian T-shirt, dude. Saying, I've been I looking at the under. I made—I made a couple hundred this weekend. Uh, I've already started to reinvest it in this week's. I got to give a shout out to to Dunn and Drew podcast because I guess they have some like sponsor for some gambling app. And I was like, all right, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. So I downloaded it and uh, it was like easy money. You just got to bet those overs and unders. What are we doing? Mm. Fucking ads now? No, I yeah. didn't name drop them because they, they're not our sponsor. I, won't, <laughs> I can't wait. If they want to like... sponsor us, I'll name drop them. I'll give a shout out to Dunn and Drew because, you know, they're a couple God of local guys. Brought to you by HelloFresh. <laughs> I just can't wait for the progression of Sean's gambling over the course. That's what of I'm saying. Season. Well, it I'm trying to open the app so and positive. it's not opening. That's not good. Your money's gone. Yeah, and it's gone. I made uh three bets over the weekends. Two I lost, and then one I won. Which All right, was like, so give us your latest bet. Well, I would, but I'm trying to open the damn app, and it's just mm. a black screen. I feel like everyone's trying Will- to put in. Sean's app open again. <laughs> well, this shit's crazy. Uh, during s- Sunday night football, I went to put a bet in, and then I realized I kind of fucked up a little bit because it um, you can put you can do like a whole NFL game, or once it started, you can do just the second quarter. And I didn't realize it said two. I thought it was just the whole game, and it was like still letting me bet, which I was like, that's not good because Alvin Kamara already has like you know. 20 yards so yeah i'll take the over now because he's already like doing good but then i realized it was for the second quarter only stats and i was like oh i got fucked a little on that one but hey everything's a learning lesson i learned about it i uh everything's a learning lesson (laughs) i put my my pick four in for the uh thursday night football i would tell you the exact but like i said the app is not working for some reason so that's not good but uh i remember I i remember i took the uh the over on kenny holiday 
And that's all I remember off the hand because the app doesn't work. So maybe I'll never actually get my money. So well, you got to pay your debts before your app works again. Yeah. The losing ones, they were quick to take my money. The winning one, it took them like three hours to verify it. And I was like, oh, motherfuckers. What? Unbelievable. I know. You know, we're not predicting it, but we're wishing good luck to the Jags in week two. So hopefully we'll pull out a victory. Uh, but we're going to, yeah, but we're going to persevere on. We're going to hit it up with some three questions time. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Three, 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 three questions. Patrick, start us off this week. Speaking of being optimistic, well, in 26 years, the Jaguars have had 18 top 10 picks. Uh, My question is, when, like put a year on it, when will we be picking out of the top 10 again? <laughs> Barring trades. <laughs> Barring trades, just, yeah. Just regular. Uh, I'll give it, I think by Trevor Lawrence's third season, we'll be, you know, pretty darn good. So maybe this year, maybe next year. So I'll say the uh, 22, 3, 24 draft. The 24 draft? Yeah. I feel like the 23 draft, we might be like on the cusp, kind of picking around that like 12 to 14-ish range. Yeah. But then hopefully by year three, we're, we're rocking and rolling. 2023. Yeah, Trevor's third year will be out. I think we pick because that's just next season, right? Uh, so after Trevor's second season – would be 2023 draft. Yes, that one. But, I don't know if that's what yeah. I said. That, that's they what may, I meant. They won't be one of the 10 worst teams in the NFL, is my prediction, which is not saying much. <laughs> and if we are, God help us all. Like, that's what I was like. If Trevor Lawrence can help us, then like, I, I might just we'll give be up fine. at this point. <laughs> yeah. It'll, uh, I think they have to look better. And they'll be at home, <laughs> right? Like, they haven't played – most of these people haven't played a game in front of fans and how, and God knows how long. Right. So, uh, it's probably better to have fans supporting you. <laughs> Just my guess. They can also boo on you though. Uh, Sean, do you have a question? Uh, my question is, which is, uh, kind of inspired by all the urban Meyer to USC news slash inspired by, I saw some tweet about somebody like, was like, I don't pay attention to college football at all. So I he like they took a bunch of college football coaches and just like guessed what their profession would be if they weren't a college coach. Uh, so and there was a lot of funny answers. So if Urban Meyer does quit on us real early, if those heart problems start coming back real fast, but he doesn't go back into coaching, what would be like Urban Meyer's ideal job out in the real world? What what could you see him doing? Oh, <laughs> I mean, like if he wasn't. Uh personality like yeah like, it, just nothing football related not sitting uh, behind a say, desk he was doing broadcasting no yeah uh, like any a job out in the real workforce i feel like urban meyer has to be like a real estate agent you think he could sell him on some land some new properties I, yeah dude he could probably sell you like anything true that's basically recruiting so right it's like this is a mm. five-star house let me tell you all of its perks yeah, I've never seen a better house than this. It wasn't much when it started, but look at it now. <laughs> we rebuilt it. He, we invested in it. He could be like a dirty politician or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, That's very I think he has this outside, you know, so like to, when he's speaking to his constituents, but like when he's in the office, like he'll get Nixoned, you know, someone will record him and show the real urban. That's you know, great. the secret behind the scenes, Urban. That's that's what I think. That's that, those are both very accurate answers. Wow. Both of those. Both of those, those questions are way better than what... Uh, <laughs> Mine are never football-related, I feel. No, I like that much so much more. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is tough. Mm. I think this is tough as code for I did not think of one. I got one. <laughs> oh, okay. Got one. Okay. Uh, if you could trade for any one player in the NFL, 
and put him on the Jaguars, who would it be and why? Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, non-quarterback. Oh, you just changed the question. <laughs> you would trade? You'd tra- you're giving up on Trevor after one game. In a se- and I'm not giving up on him. I'm just taking the absolute certainty, certainty that is Patrick Mahomes, and I would trade Trevor Lawrence think- for at least two first-round picks. You think – all right, let me ask you. Uh, this is a side question. You take right. Trevor, you put him on the Chiefs, and then you take Patrick Mahomes and put him on the Jaguars. Right now, do the Chiefs make the playoffs, and do the Jaguars make the playoffs? Uh, I think we would both make the playoffs. That was a three question. Three question. <laughs> He's flying up by the seat of his pants with his questions. Three questions. Uh, I'm keeping up. I come up with them in the moment every time. I'm keeping up. Uh, yes, Trevor Lawrence would lead the Chiefs to a playoff spot, probably like the last wild card spot. And I think we would potentially win the division with Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the current team as is. This I season. mean, like given the, yeah, uh, uh, like if that was a real life trade, I would say that Trevor would take the Chiefs to the playoffs because the Chiefs are a pretty good team and have a great coach. And I think Mahomes would take us to the playoffs because having the Mahomes or just like, what Brady did to the Buccaneers. Everyone would want to live up to that level. But this is, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to replace Trevor. Uh, I mean, like, uh, if I can take any player, I would take Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Dude, he balled out on Sunday. That's what I'm saying, man. He I was going to be nasty this year. I want Aaron Donald. Same team, though. I was thinking that, too, but <laughs> I, mean, I feel else? like we could benefit more from a cornerback. Yeah. Uh, Is there a slightly younger, super dominant pass rusher that I'm not thinking of at the top of my head? Miles Garrett. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I would maybe take TJ Watt. Apparently, not the guy on Oakland, Max Crosby, is nasty, too. Uh, he's he's, he's got right. the stupidest tattoos. I can't get behind him. His name is spelled M A X X. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah, he should be like a video game character. (laughs) That's Max. 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 And he literally has like Mad Max tattoos all over him. That's kind of (laughs) cool. All right. Uh, I have. uh, That's it. That's three questions. Is it? uh, Oh, it's time. We're doing it a week late. We gave ourselves a head start. Yeah, we had to get same our time feet... we did it last year. If you think about it, yeah, had to get our feet wet. Probably. I want to see what they look like a little bit before I go out with my hot takes. See, we're zigging while everyone zags. They all do yes. their before season predictions. We wait till the season starts, and then yes. we do ours. We got to get a one week view just right. to see the landscape, and then call ourselves much more intelligent at the end of the season. Right, even though we'll inevitably be very very wrong. Yeah, uh, but then we can still say 16 weeks ago I predicted. <laughs> all right, I say we just kind of do all of our AFC predictions, all of our NFC predict- predictions, and then kind of all the you know big awards at the end. And then right, the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right. I'll start us off, guys. I'm going AFC. I'm gonna give you my division winners, and I'll give you the three wild cards. This is how I see shaking it out as is. Um, I got the Titans taking the division again. I got the Steelers winning the division. I got the Bills winning their division in the AFC East. I feel like that's going to be the big, you know, roll away with theirs. And then obviously the Chiefs are going to win their divisions because like I said, I would take Patrick Mahomes in a heartbeat. So I think all of those were the division winners last year. Maybe not the Steelers. I think maybe the Ravens won the division, but uh, so I got a lot of repeats of last year because consistency is easy to go with who's already good. And then for my uh, wild cards, I got the Ravens. I got Lamar Jackson rushing his way in there with no running backs, but he's going to get it done. I got the Dolphins because they were 10-6 and six last year and didn't even make the playoffs, so, and they're already 1-0 this year, so I feel like two will take a step up. And then I got my boy Justin Herbert and the Chargers because he played out of his mind last year. So I feel like they could easily take a spot. So those are my seven AFC teams sneaking into the playoffs. What do you guys got? What's different with yours? Shimmer. Uh, 
Let's see. I actually I have a team winning a division you don't even have making the playoffs, Sean. Ooh. I've got the Browns taking the NFC North. Uh, but I do have essentially three NFC North team or AFC North teams making it. So Titans winning the South, which I think will be the worst division in football, just so you guys are aware. <laughs> uh, AFC West, obviously, going with the Chiefs. And in the East, I have to go with the Bills as well. Um, and the wild card teams, I've got the Ravens and the Steelers and the Chargers and Justin Herbert making it in as the seventh seed. Nice. So basically, wow. we have a uh, Browns Dolphins difference. I just, I don't know. Something about the Browns. I don't trust them to make the playoffs. That Browns defense is going to be good. I keep hearing that, but uh, I don't know. Their defense was pretty bad last year. They were getting blown out. Not blown out, but like, you know, both were like high-scoring games. So They have Jadavian Clowney on that team, and he hadn't even played. He sucks. He's not good. He's going to be real good when Miles Garrett is on the other side. He'll be good with a better defensive line around him, yeah. When they have to – when they have to focus on Miles Garrett, the other number one overall pick on the left, on the left side, and then uh, he doesn't have the top people, uh, he's gonna he's gonna make himself wow. some money, even though it's just yeah. gonna be because someone else. I feel like he'll be on a different good. team next year. He'll yeah. be on the Bills next year. He's been on a different team like the last four years, but he's yeah, made seriously. a killing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Patrick, uh, I think our division winners are the same. Shimmer, I have in the AFC North. I have the Browns because I, I think their defense is going to be good. But I also I think they can put up some points and kind of wavering on the rest of the teams in that division. Uh, the South, I have the Titans because somebody's got to win it. Uh, East, I have the Bills. And in the West, of course, the Chiefs. And my wild cards are the Steelers. So another AFC North team. Um I think that Big Ben isn't going to carry the team like he has done in the past, but their defense is also nasty. Uh, I have the Raiders um, because I do think Justin Herbert is great, but I don't really believe in the Chargers all around. And I think the Raiders have been uh, slowly building something out there. And I think just the hype of being in Vegas is going to, like, you know, elevate them. And Um, Gus Bradley. And Gus Bradley, yeah. Don't forget the Gus bus. Uh. The Patriots. I was going to put in the Dolphins, but I put in the Patriots because I think that even if you think Mac Jones is going to be great, I think this year he'll be a game manager, but I think Bill Belichick can win with a game manager. So I like All it. Right, we each have one different team. <laughs> Go Dolphins. All right. All right. Um, uh, NFC. Uh, Sean, you want to start us off with the NFC? NFC in the South, obviously the Bucks are going to win that division because Tom Brady is a maniac. Um, though that Thursday night game was super good. The Cowboys were really impressive. So in the East, I got the Cowboys because the rest of their division looks pretty, sh- you know, not great. Uh, maybe the Eagles will be good. Jalen Hurts was good week one, but got the Cowboys there. Dak Prescott is ridiculous. Um, out in the West, I got the Rams. They looked super good with Matt Stafford. Uh, I love watching, like, Sean McVay talk about, like, basically saying how much he hated Jared Goff and how much he loves Stafford because he can, like, throw bombs and stuff. Poor but, Jared. Um, <laughs> and in the – what's the other one? North, I got the Packers because the rest of the division isn't very good. Um, if they, like – if the Bears commit to starting Fields, I feel like they, you know, maybe could push for a playoff spot because Fields is crazy, but Dalton sucks. So Packers, easy. And then for my wild cards, I'm going Cardinals because they looked ridiculous week one, um, and they have to make the playoffs this year. They're going to fire their coach. I got the Seahawks because it's Russell Wilson. I got the Saints as my last because I am a LASIK Jameis fan. That dude was throwing bombs in TIAA Bank Field. Five touchdowns. It was wild. LASIK Jameis is the truth. Hopefully our quarterback does that at TIAA Bank Field. I was wondering that mm. if Jameis like, holds the record for most touchdowns at our own stadium because that would make me <laughs> upset. Yeah. 
He probably Portals does. has had five. That will be an unanswered question. It'll, yeah. Someone else. It's guaranteed to happen, but it was against us, you know? Yeah. Try <laughs> yeah. to find that, Sherman. He was five touchdowns and zero one. interceptions. I don't know what his, That's... like, rating and all that stuff was. Try and, like, 143 this. yards. Yeah. 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 Add that to the unanswered 14 question. 14 like throws. He threw the ball 14 times. Five touchdowns and 14 completions. That's like pretty, sure. pretty good. So uh, I believe. So if 19, he has, he 14 completions. Yeah. He throws a normal amount of passes throughout the season. He's on pace for like 400 touchdowns. Jameis yeah. gun Jameis. With I don't know why. Like 2,000 yards. Like, this is week one, and the, I just don't, I don't like, see the Packers being this terrible team. I think they got trounced early in the season last year season and then went 14 and two and Aaron Rodgers won MVP. It's planned. They plan it this way. Uh, All right. I'm going to go. They plan it. (laughs) I'm going to go. I got the Packers winning the North, obviously. Uh, The Bucks. uh, I agree with Sean. The Rams have a massive upgrade over Goff. Like, and Goff didn't play that bad, but the Lions are going to be a bad team. Like, I don't think we play them, but that'd be a good chance at a win. Um, The East. I went back and forth on this one because whoever wins the East is going to be the only team that makes it from that division, I think. And then I had Washington, but with the luck of starting this after week one and them starting Taylor Heineke for half the year, I'm thinking Dude, I'm going to go. I think go... Heineke's going to be pretty good. He was good at that playoff game. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> Smart, Smarter choice, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wild cards, uh, Cardinals and Seahawks. And uh, shocker, I have the 49ers as well, which means I have the entire NFC West making the playoffs. That would be absolutely ridiculous. That would be crazy. Has that ever division in football? Put that I've been able to have it before. Until last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which true, it didn't, true. though. Yeah. But um, this, is, this is the year. We'll see. <laughs> that will be a fun fact whenever it does happen the first time they're going to talk about that forever in like you know sunday night football like trivia packages yeah. and the nfc west is tough because there's i i think all those teams could win the division and i think i think they all could make the playoffs but i have in the north i have the packers because they're the best team in the division like regardless i have in the east the Cowboys, because I do think the Eagles might push them for it, but I think the Cowboys uh, – I just think the offense is going to be really good this year. Um, the Rams, because they have a super uh, upgrade at quarterback and their defense is going to be disgusting. My wild cards – oh, and the South, I have the Saints winning the oh, South. He's a big well, believer. Because they've won it last three years in a row, right? <laughs> uh. They won last year. Yeah, I think so. But I, I think the Saints defense is going to be good too. And I think uh, some people – someone's going to play the Buccaneers like really close, kind of like the Cowboys did, but it wasn't like – I wouldn't say it was a close game. They just both were putting up points. Someone's going to get a blueprint to play the Bucks, and then some teams are going to replicate that. I don't I, – I still think they're going to make the playoffs. They're one of my wild card teams. And then I have the Cardinals – and the Seahawks. So I'm missing the 49ers from the West, but I have who's three your, teams. Who's your third in the wild card? I have Cardinals, Bucks, Seahawks in the wild card. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. We're all pretty close, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which means inevitably there's going to be some team out of far left that makes the playoffs. That, you yeah, know, you want to go? Bengals are going to make the playoffs. Do you want to go like awards and then go Super Bowl matchup? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll start with your offensive and defensive rookies of the year. <laughs> oh, I didn't have that much information written down. Uh, I just have a That's rookie. Off the top and, of the dome. All right, so I feel like there should be a decent argument that it's gonna be, it should be Trevor Lawrence, but I'm pretty sure like the NFL would rather burn in hell before giving the Jags <laughs> a big award. So I'm going to go with – the basically it's you know rookie of the year is the best quarterback more or lessly and the three starters are trevor mac and zach wilson so i'm going to take mac jones over zach wilson so i'm going to say mac wow. jones Oof. of jacksonville wins what happened rookie to you, Sean? of the year <laughs> yeah i'm going realistic 
These are my what realistic answers. Who hurt I, you? <laughs> you really think the NFL is going to give Rookie of the Year to Trevor Lawrence? Yes. I think they he's going to earn it. I, I have him as mine. But That's what's up. <laughs> I, think that the, I think the season's going to play out where it has to be him. He's going to start, you know, God, God hoping he starts every game this season. He's going to start every game. We're going to be behind in a lot of games. So he's going to throw the ball a lot. He's going to put up yards. He's going to put up touchdowns. He probably will put up interceptions. But if he puts up – what did Justin Herbert have last year, like 31 touchdowns? Yes. I say Trevor has 33. Ooh, yeah, extra game. Extra, extra, extra game. game. See, well, I'm reverse it. Everything I say always ends up being wrong because usually it's too optimistic. So I'm going for that reverse psychology Technically, now. he's on pace for 51. So. Even better. Yeah, he's got three. <laughs> if it's not also Trevor, fifty-one interceptions. Yeah, full. <laughs> oh my God, fifty-one and fifty-one is like a quadruple Jameis. Yeah, <laughs> it will talk about him for the rest of time. If it's not Trevor, um, I'm gonna say it would. I I really think Devonte Smith has a chance too. That guy's good. Um, it's Trevor. It's gonna be Trevor. Yeah. Uh, and defense Agreed. player is gonna be that guy in the Cowboys. Micah Parsons. That dude's a beast. Yeah. He's the first defensive rookie I know, so I'll say probably him then. <laughs> or the one I have, or Patrick Sertain, possibly. I have Sertain because I think that the defensive line of the Broncos is so good that he's going to get a chance to get some picks. Um, all right. So uh, offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year. And remember, offensive player of the year is basically best non-quarterback because the MVP is always given to a quarterback. Except for the times it's given to a running back. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. So for defensive, I'm going with Aaron Donald because uh, he wins I every like year. Cons- yeah, it's consistency. <laughs> I eat cornflakes most morning for you know for cereal for breakfast. Aaron Donald's gonna win another one of these. I like consistency. Um, for offensive player of the year, um, I didn't write that down, so I have to think of one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say what's the most dynamic First name that comes to your head. I'll say Christian McCaffrey with like kind of the comeback tour season. Well, I'll go him. Okay. And then for my MVP, I'm going Mr. Thomas Brady because wow. age 44. Oh MVP, yeah. Tom Brady. It's the perfect time for him to have another one of these in his career. He needs one in, in down in Tampa. He's trying to outdo his new, his New England legacy. Yeah, I don't have that, but I I could totally see Tom Brady winning the MVP. It wouldn't surprise me at all. He already threw four touchdowns in Week One, so yeah. I have a defensive player of the year. I've got TJ Watt. Um, he, he's just he's good. <laughs> uh, offensive player of the year. That's going to have to be Christian McCaffrey because uh, he's already got almost 100 rushing, 100 receiving. If he does that every game, it's going to be him. Uh, my MVP is Ooh. Dak Hopping. Prescott. Hopping in with the MVP already. Uh, and a hot his take. MVP. You've got double comeback players of the year with Dak Prescott and Christian McCaffrey winning big mm. awards. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so very quickly, I did agree with you. I picked T.J. Watt, uh, although I should just fucking pick Chandler Jones. He's got a five-sack head start. I almost did, yeah. <laughs> uh, my offense player of the year, uh, I went with one Nicholas Chubb of the Brownies um, just because that dude's really good at football. Uh, <laughs> and for my MVP, that helps. Sean, picked, Sean did pick his MVP, uh, Thomas Brady. I'm going to go a little younger a little shorter, a little more athletic, and plays on the West Coast. Kyler comes into his own, does what all great quarterbacks do in their third year, and that's blow up. We're going to go Kyler Murray as the MVP, just like I correctly predicted Aaron Rodgers would win last season. I'm going to – You just have Kyler as your fantasy quarterback. Karen Rodgers, undefeated. (laughs) <laughs> smash chelsea's team well if kyler murray wants to help his uh his stats he can uh he has to wait till week three against us that'll seal I picked his up the uh, cardinals defense just for the week when they play us 
Is that I, I picked up the Jags defense, and that was a bad idea. That's a good That's a pick. Terrible, terrible pick. <laughs> it seemed like a fun uh, pick at the time. I was like, oh, Tyrod Taylor? I forgot he was amazing, apparently. I, I said all this. I just convinced myself that the way the Jags could lose because they do it every year. But I was like, the, the Texans are going to end up being pretty good. That's what always happens. Ooh, Saquon, 41-yard rush. That's what's up. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. I'm glad I almost took the under for him at 40 yards. I'm glad I was like, that's too risky because who knows? He just got 41 on one rush. Yeah. I'm glad I avoided <laughs> that. Uh, all right. Are you guys ready? Is it game time? No, we have to make our Super Bowl picks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I jumped the gun. That I game. jumped the gun. You bastard. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. You go first then. Yeah, we'll go real quick. I truly want to predict a repeat of Chiefs Bucks. But that's usually doesn't happen. So I see. So I'll mix it up just a tiny bit. Um, I think of the two teams, the Bucks would stumble more possibly than the Chiefs. So I'm going to say Chiefs versus Rams, and I'm going to say Chiefs get their uh, second Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and Mr. Andy Reid. That's uh, all I to say about that, Patrick. <laughs> I yeah I think rematches at least the year after are so unlikely to happen. Um, that being said, I have the Rams also in the Super Bowl. Sean playing the Chiefs. <laughs> We're so predictable. Uh, wow. The Rams wow. will be playing the Chiefs, and I believe it's in L.A. this year. Uh, the home team. Won last year. Oh, shit. But the Chiefs are going to beat the Rams, and there will be a shot of Jalen Ramsey crying for the whole (laughs) world to see. Y'all picked the exact same thing, huh? Yes, we did. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I agree with you. It's probably incredibly unlikely that the Bucs and the Chiefs repeat in the Super Bowl. Uh, So my picks are – the Bucks versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and because both of you picked the Chiefs to win, I'm going with Tom Brady to win his eighth Super Bowl ring back he to must back quit. and be the only quarterback to win back-to-back Super Bowls twice. I would, I would love nothing more wow. to, than to watch Tom Brady <laughs> win eight. At this point, I'm fully on his bandwagon. Go Bay, bro. Tom Brady. Have- any more respect for the guy. I still don't like him personally. I truly want him. Someone pointed out if he can play till 50, Patrick Mahomes would be 39, which is like usually when Pat, you and quarterbacks start to like, you know, fall off and kind of start thinking about retirement. So that would be great. That's not accurate. It's not. Maybe it was 60. Oh, I think it was if he played till 60. 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I he's also 44, think Tom... dude. Patrick Mahomes is 24. Sorry. He'll be 30 Sorry. when fucking 60. Brady's 50. Hey, he's almost... fair, I could also see him playing till 60, so just throwing that out there. Uh, no, he's literally said 45, so I think he's got two more years. Um, I think 45 was uh, – that was up in the cold, harsh New England winter. Down in nice, sunny Florida. <laughs> sun's good for you. Yeah, dude, he's getting that vitamin D. He's ready. He's soaking he's it in. Again, all sorts of crazy experimental yeah, dude, things. He's then. taking his uh, hot wife to the beaches more now. Like he's living a good, happy life. Brazil, I'm sure they have much better beaches than Tampa. Yeah, uh, but we have better than New England. <laughs> that's for sure. That is that's true. Why, yeah, that's why their owner comes down here for his massage. Uh, massage. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, it's game time. You guys ready? All right, it's going to be a quick one. We're going to play a classic, uh, a little game I like to call Who Costs More on Cameo. Are you guys ready? Let's play a game, motherfucker. If you guys are not familiar with the rules, I will give you two names. You'll have to tell me which one costs more. Give me a prediction. If you come within the range of that prediction, I'll give you an extra point. Uh, and nice. uh, person with the most points at the end of the game is your winner. All right. For our first round, uh, we have the two hosts of NFL Red Zone, Andrew Siciliano and Scott Hansen. What the fuck? One does the East Coast, 
One does the West Coast. <laughs> Which one comes more on Cameo? Neither of you have any idea who either of these people are. You've seen I know who the one guy is. All right. Uh, well, then give me a name. Uh, I'm going to go. Or Patrick. <laughs> I'm going to go Andrew <laughs> Siciliano costs more. All right. Uh, Sean? Yeah, I like that guy because his name kind of sounds like a pizza. So I'm going with him. All right. We both went with Andrew Siciliano and Pizza Man. Siciliano. Uh, who cost $119.99 on Cameo. However, Scott Hansen costs $229.99. Therefore, he costs more, and you're both incorrect. He probably passed himself off as a Ford Hansen, bro. Yeah. Probably has another gig on like Access Hollywood or something. That's why. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> we're, for the next round, we're going to go to two potential one Hall of Fame, one po- likely Hall of Fame wide receiver with both who have quite the off field history. Who costs more in cameo, Antonio Brown or Terrell Owens? <sighs> I was really hoping you were going to say Jimmy Smith. Mm, no, that would have, I think, been an easy guess. <laughs> <laughs> he fits the criteria, though. Uh, what What was my what were my things again? Antonio Brown or Terrell Owens? Mm, it's kind of a tough one. They're both super cocky. Uh, I feel that's like why I picked in, it. <laughs> I feel like Antonio Brown is like too stupid to know how to use cameo or how much his worth is. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Terrell Owens. All right, Patrick. I'm going to go with Antonio Brown because while his value should be lower based on how much of a piece of shit he is, uh, (laughs) I think that he has such an ego that he will still charge higher than Terrell Owens. They both charge uh, uh, far too much money than what it's worth. Uh, Antonio Brown costs $349, whereas Terrell Owens cost $399, making him more expensive and giving Sean a one to nothing lead. Real quick, I'm going to give a hot take. Antonio Brown finishes top five in receiving yards this year. That is a hot take. All right, we've got four minutes left. Let's go real quick. Uh, Who costs more? Cameo, Steve Spurrier or Urban Meyer? Ooh, damn. I feel like this whole thing has revolved around Urban the whole time. Uh, That's going to be his newest job when he quits. I feel like Steve Spurrier is, like, old and has, like, the legacy factor. I feel like they both probably donated all to charity or something, so I'll go Steve Spurrier. Patrick. I'm also going to go Steve Spurrier because I think Urban is not on Cameo anymore. Uh, well, he it's has a question. price on there. Uh, Steve Spurrier cost $229, and Urban Meyer cost $349. You're both incorrect. Sean still has a one nothing lead. All right. Rock. We've got two questions left. Uh, who costs more on Cameo? Mike Ditka? Or Dick Butkus. I feel like for the general public, it's got to be Ditka. Everyone who's Dick, he wasn't kicking and screaming, so it's got to be him. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Mike Ditka. Mike. Uh, Ditka cost. $699 $699 for a cameo. What the And fuck? Dick Butkus cost $449, giving you both a point. It is 2-1, Sean. Uh, we've got one question left. Uh, so I suggest you guys split <laughs> whatever Sean picks. Patrick, I can't I promise it. Well, Patrick, uh, I feel like for this one, so it's not just like copying each other or trying to cancel each other out. Like, yeah, we'll write, write, it write it down. Write it in the phone first so it's not so it's fair. All right. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Who costs more on Cameo? Matthew Barry or Mel Kuyper? <laughs> Matthew Perry? It's like friends? No, Matthew Barry, the fantasy guy. Oh, I don't know who that guy oh, is. We've got less than a minute. 
Okay. All right, I got it. All right. Mine right. auto-corrected. I got a uh, Mel Killer. It's Mel Kuyper, just auto-corrected. Sean chooses Mel Kuyper, Patrick, with, with Matthew Barry. And Matthew Barry costs $299. Mel Kuyper costs $249. Oh. Tying the game up, meaning we have to do a third Zoom if we want to finish. <laughs> I, I can call this a nice solid tie. You we'll do a draw. A tie? Yeah, yeah, we'll Patrick, rock, paper, scissors. Give the, give the right, fan what they want. For our audio audience, we'll do rock, paper, scissors. All right. Less than a minute. Awkward right. but On shoot. Wait. Rock, paper. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> we oh. tied again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. This is the, the awkwardest goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we both had scissors. Rock, paper, it's scissors. It's got to be two out of three anyway. You are both losers. I declare myself the winner. I got the you rock. both have lost this game. I got May the God rock. have mercy on our souls. Everyone in the Jags. here is now dumber for having listened to it. And may God have mercy on your souls. Go Jags.